three, two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gargos Podcast. Yes, hello. Hi, Thomas. How you oh, doing? Okay, you know, uh, we were just catching up a little bit right before hopping on this recording session, and I was just telling Bianca yes. that. I wasn't feeling like, I was feeling a little out of it and I had to make some coffee and you know, however you feel about coffee, for me, it really works. And right now it's doing what it's supposed mm-hmm. to and I'm happy. How about nice. you, Bianca? How are you? Well, I definitely feel you on that. I've been having a couple of days that I haven't been feeling well myself. Mm. I've been doing a lot of cleaning in my house and I think I went a little bit overboard with the bleach that I think I put that in really hard that I got migraines for like two days. Girl, couldn't get more relatable than that. I feel you so much, especially when I clean the bathroom. Every five minutes I gotta like get out and like breathe fresh air because I feel like I'm gonna die whole. Definitely. That day I had to open every single window here to air out. The smell was strong, really strong. So I I was, you know, I wasn't feeling myself for the past couple of days, but then today I feel much better, you know. I've been trying to do a little candles like around, try to, you know, change the ambience a little have you, bit. Have you, have you thought about doing a sage in the house every once in a while? I actually oh. do sometimes, but uh, right now I ran out of and all of that you know i've been meaning to do that myself with this house i just moved for those of you who are new to the podcast uh first of all welcome you are a much appreciated addition to the family but yeah i definitely moved around january uh, to a new apartment i love it i live with my brother and we are super super comfortable in this space already it already feels like our space but one thing I did wanted to do that I haven't gotten around to is saving the house. But I am a mm-hmm. believer about energies and the energies that you maintain around your space do matter a lot. And I always want to be conscious and proactive about those energies that I do keep around. So, you know, saging for those of you who don't know, is basically kind of a, a restart. For many people, it means a restart. And if you do it around the house, if some people do it towards the end of the month, some people do it towards the beginning of the month to do a little bit of a restart in the hours and the vibes of the mm-hmm. house. And if I wanted to do that, you know, to give it, this house a restart since it has new people occupying it. But, you know, not, never too late, never too late. I'll definitely get around that. Maybe for, maybe that could be a cute activity for whenever I do get around to do a housewarming, you know, with, I will be like, okay guys, don't panic. We're not doing a, a ritual right now. I'm just trying to say the house with you guys. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh my God. That would be I would experience. love to do that, definitely. Anyway, so we're back here uh we just came out of some couple weeks of a lot of learning i will say last week we wanted to create a little bit of a safe space for women so i took a little bit of a break from the podcast or let's say bianca snapped me out of existence like panels how are you bitch no i'm just kidding <laughs> um but yeah, I, uh, last week we had an amazing episode, one of my favorite episodes, uh, even though I wasn't part of it, but uh, basically we, we, we invited Windila, we invited Sean, two amazing writers, poets, and they shared some of their writings. And the conversation went pretty deep into topics like um, depression, generational trauma, healing, self-love, and 
I think there was something magical that was created because it was just women talking to each other with each other and people who identified as women talking with each other. And I would definitely love to have them back eventually, you know, in another episode, in another format. I would definitely love to have uh, conversations with them. So yeah, if you guys like the dynamic, if you like, if you guys like the space where it was only girls night let's say and you want that brought back at some point definitely let us know because we can definitely do that as many times as we want as many times as you guys want another yeah, thing that i noticed is that since we started season, season two this is actually officially our first episode where it's only you and i bianca oh my yeah. god we've been having guests like every week uh-huh. and we enjoy them Absolutely a lot we cannot be more happy to have guests in our podcast every single time but yeah it's definitely been a long time since it's been absolutely i am really excited because this just means that we are giving each other space to kind of like you know step back and do a little bit of like a checking in with each other cash up you know that's something that is really important to do with your peers, no mm-hmm. matter how closely related you work to, together or whatever you do. If, if you work with your peers, especially some people that you love, and you are kind of like working together towards a, with a project or something, sometimes you take for granted, okay, since I've seen them enough, or if I talk, I talk to them enough, then we also forget to just check in one-on-one because people might be in the right headset for, oh yeah, they seem really good for, let's say, Bianca and I, we seem really good in the moment of recording the podcast, the moment of doing research, but what about your life? How are you doing other aspects of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always good. So if you right now are working with somebody who you love and you feel like you haven't checked in in a while, in aside from the project, then do that for sure because that's really important. So yeah. thankfully, this space allows us for both work on our project and also check in on us. So this is basically what this episode is going to mm-hmm. be about. We just realized the other day that God, oh God, is already a year since the pandemic started oh my god yes the quarantine period started around march within the next few days there's gonna be a full year since the quarantine period started and our lives Mm -hmm. changed completely before we we jump into the introspective Mm -hmm. and retrospective of all of that of our mental health and all of that because we definitely want to talk a lot about that today we're definitely going to talk a lot about the pandemic today we are gonna you know since it's like the anniversary pretty much of the pandemic we wanna see how we did it how we're doing it and how we plan to keep doing it you know because for what it looks like bitch this isn't over yet we know that but how soon that's the question how soon would it be over and without further ado let's jump right into it yes definitely i mean i don't think we can jump right into it if we don't start where everything started, which was where? last year. Last year, 2020, man. Ah, the crown of the memes. The... Honestly, <laughs> yes. Like the, the, the memes were berserk on that year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was like a, a big shift in the human behavior as a whole. And as much as it feels like, whoa, it's been so long. Also, it hasn't been that long. It's only been a year. And... 
props to everybody for making it, like adjusting through it. We have had to do a lot of adaptation throughout. I, I always think about this, like what if somebody was like in a fucking coma beginning of 2020 and they just woke up today? Oh my God, Thomas, don't even mention about the coma situation because there was this British teenager that he fell into a coma before the pandemic really? started. Literally a few days before the pandemic started. And then now he woke up, I think it was this year, he woke up and now That's he crazy. has to face all these changes that we have like of wearing a mask and people that have died because of this, which we need to recognize that too. Like people, a lot of people die because of coronavirus. Yeah. It's crazy. It does feel, I mean, thankfully I we weren't alive by World War II or the first World War stuff like that but I feel that the topic of death has been very present nonetheless because mm -hmm. this, you know more people have died for from COVID than World War II the presence of death has been in our lives for the pandemic more mm -hmm. than usual you know more than usual yeah. that also has contributed to the factors of mental health that I feel a lot of us have uh, been challenged with in different periods of the pandemic for sure I do want to say that's crazy about the yes. guy who woke up because I was just saying about how we have been able to adapt a lot. You know, a lot of fucking changes. If you take a little bit of a snapshot of your regular schmegular day in your life from 2019 and then slice of life from 2020 the difference we probably don't even see how much different we couldn't notice but like somebody there who go basically like taking out of their times and put back in a year later it's a lot mm -hmm. to process so i will fall into a coma back over bitch like what the fuck <laughs> Literally, all this time that we've been inside, I feel like I have actually just lived one day. And I think most people feel this way too, because I've been mostly at home. No, yeah, same. And honestly, I've grown so used to that too, <laughs> which is crazy too. <laughs> it's also, it's not that cold these days. So uh, it's, yeah, like it's a not that cold. Do you think that we're going to get back to it being super cold again at some point? I mean, this weather has been shifting in the past mm -hmm. couple of days in terms of how and cold well you never know yeah it's kind of crazy how it hasn't stayed consistent yeah we've had a couple of periods of yeah heavy snowstorm and then a couple of days of wow uh, the temperature rises a lot for the time period that we are mm -hmm. supposed to be in the temperature range that we're supposed to be in which speaks a lot in the state of the climate world today uh, climate change and everything you know no. uh we're fucked we're definitely fucked but you know i have been noticing more the signs of times or the pace of time because you know since we post at sunset every week we check uh, when it's gonna be sunset right and when we first started posting for this season sunset i think was around five on the dot and now sunset is after 7 p.m well obviously considering daily savings as a factor uh it's supposed to be 6 p.m really I've been super aware this year as like the progression of winter and how we are slowly crawling ourselves back into the summer, which is exciting to me. I love summertime. I feel that, you know, a lot of people don't mm -hmm. like it because it's too hot, but I just love 
sunlight. I love sunlight on my, oh, like, kind of, like, feeling no. the sun rays on my body a lot. And I feel because of winter of how cold it gets sometimes. We don't get encouraged to go outside much or, like, we're just working all day. And then, like, by the time we come out, because of how early the sun hides, we don't even see sun sometimes. And I have realized recently how important the sunlight is. I think getting sunlight, I feel that is almost as important or equally as important as drinking water regularly. You know, things happen every year. Our life is about overcoming challenges in however shape or form they, they come. But I feel that last year particularly, or let's say just the pandemic period, because, you know, 2021 hasn't been easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl either, you know. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the pandemic period year, which is the anniversary of uh, between 2020 and 2021. This has been shaped around challenges throughout within the bubble of the big challenge that is the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I know. And every time that I think about this point where I was last year, which I was in mm -hmm. college on my last semester, yes. like about to be done to graduate, I thought that I was going to see something Man, totally different crazy. from what I saw last year. You know, in a way, it has really felt very limiting and claustrophobic. I feel that those are the words that I could describe my mental state being at in some of the worst parts of the pandemic time. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I can definitely empathize and see how it is for people who have and people who are still are falling into or got in depression because it definitely has been challenging times. It definitely has been uh, extraordinarily so, I will say. Absolutely. This year was a lot of a struggle for all of us. I know that me personally, my anxiety has been very rocky for the past year because of, I don't know if it's maybe because of lockdown, the quarantine mode that we have to always be indoors. I mean, I was an indoor person myself before, but I will go out, obviously, enjoy with my friends. Now, if I go out with my friends, it has to be very restricted. Three people besides me, maybe at most. Like, I'm debating, questioning if I should even be around people. You know what I mean? So That's like, always a thing. Yeah, same. Every time I hang out, there is always that thought lingering in the back of my head. Should I even be here? That's crazy. Yeah, and if I feel, and I feel like if I had that question in my mind, I shouldn't be out in the first place. <laughs> so, I that's one of the main reasons why I have stayed a lot in the house in the past year, mm -hmm. because I'm just like, okay, if I'm gonna start questioning myself, like, oh, I, I cannot be out here. Is there COVID here? Is somebody has COVID? It's crazy that we had to think about this now, know, right? and we don't get to enjoy with people. Yeah like those moments anymore i hope that by the time COVID is done that we have defeated this disease we can find and appreciate more everything that we used to do before everything i think that we definitely are in many ways i have a few friends who are not social butterflies at all who prefer staying in and stuff like that or didn't like going out to parties and stuff like that more of like uh, let's 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 pay home visits and let's hang out that way even even people like that in my life that tell me bitch if you tell me there is a party and it's safe i'm a go that's like, like a lot of people. I, I mean, you know, you know, I am very big into the rave scene, and yeah, that's my shit. That was my shit uh, pre-pandemic. Um, 
hopefully it still continue to be, you know, whenever we get out of this situation, you know, I do. And do you know, uh, if you have, if you are listening to this and you have been wondering what it's like, the EDM scene, the festivals, no matter how good somebody can describe it to you, going is actually the only ways you can actually understand how good that experience is and uh, i definitely want to uh, like have a few first of all in me so i do want to keep exploring that a lot more absolutely throughout the years i have invited many of my friends to join me you know to see for themselves what it's like and uh, some of them fall in love with it and some of them after going to tell me yeah it's not like you know it's not really my my thing But, you know, I talked to those people recently, to some of those people, mm -hmm. and they tell me, bitch, if you tell me there is a rape tomorrow, I'm a go. And I was like, <laughs> wow, like, really, really? Uh, it speaks on, like, how we definitely genetically saw our social beings to a certain yeah. extent. But I feel that we all crave that space of sharing our thoughts and emotions with other people and being receptors of that as well. And if we put in ourselves in the position of like, hey, you know, it's the beginning of 2020. How do you think 2020 is going to be like without thinking about the pandemic or that was going to happen or anything? I definitely thought that 2020 was going to be a year of a lot of social exploration, a lot of expanding in terms of the type of people that I could meet, you know, because that's something that, you know, in the rave scene specifically, that's something that is really easy for to do to meet new people from all backgrounds. You know, I, I will hang out. And I will meet a person who recently immigrated to the United States from, let's say, Venezuela. Next to somebody yeah. who has two PhDs. It was all very loving. It's a very welcoming community. So uh, mm -hmm. in a way, it's a great space for networking. And I was definitely looking forward to exploring much more of that. Uh, I was going to go to Vegas. For those of you who are listening, EDC Vegas was going to be the first time that I was going to go. But, you know, there is also the vaccines are rolling out pretty quickly, actually. A lot of my friends are getting it, and I can't wait to get it myself. We got options. There is the Johnson Johnson's, there is the Pfizer, there is the Moderna. I'm um, honestly will get whatever comes first, honestly. <laughs> I'm patiently waiting, you know. I feel that this year, this pandemic year, has also taught me the hard way about learning patience in aspects of my life where I felt that it was much more of a fast life, much of a, like a fast phase. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Mm -hmm. uh, this pandemic definitely helped me refocus my patience in a lot of those ways. What about you, Bianca? What do you think? You know, now that I mentioned a little bit about where I thought 2020 was heading for me, pre-pandemic time was heading into my life. You just said a few minutes ago that you were on your last year, right before graduating. So I bet you had like many expectations about your post-graduation life. Well, how was that about for you? Oh my God, yes. I mean, I definitely thought that my 2020 year will be totally different, especially for like my last semester because my last semester as a senior, I wanted to enjoy being with my friends for one last time and also getting down every, like being focused on what I needed to accomplish academically with my classes, mm -hmm. right? So I felt when the pandemic started, everything was just like, what is going to happen? Are they just going to have to give me my degree? And, and that's it. Like, did I graduate? Did I not graduate? Those were my first wow. questions. I'm, I'm about to go to school. I'm about not to have school. What's going that's, on? That's, 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 that's and, so scary thoughts to have. 
Yeah, and it was very challenging for me because after everything started going remote learning, it was so crazy because we didn't know what was going on. The professors definitely didn't know what was going mm-hmm. on. And everybody just had to make it as it went. And for us, we pushed a week off of our school after, because by the time that our lockdown started or pandemic hit, we were ready off for spring break. Mm. I decided to stay in school. I, I don't need to come over here because where am I going to go for spring wait, break? You know what school, I mean? So people were back home when the quarantine hit? Oh my yes. God. So the town where I was, like, you know, Potsdam was very empty by the time that the pandemic actually hit. The people, the people, so like, what, what did your school do? Did people come back after spring break? People could not, people were not allowed to come back. The people that lived in campus specifically were not allowed to come back unless they have an excruciating reason that they have to come back. For example, they had no home to go to, maybe. Situation at home is not great, maybe. You know, Mm. stuff like that. Or they're international students. Okay, Okay. there was a bit of flexibility with that at the very least, you know? Yes, but, you know, our classes were delayed for a week to try to figure out what what we're going to have to do. Delaying a week? It's a lot lot of work. Yes, a lot of work was delayed. So to summarize everything, it was very hectic at first. It was very hectic at the end, but I made it through. Yes, you did. <laughs> I feel that one of the main uh, worries that describes this episode is adaptation. We had had to do that on the go, bitch, on different aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were you were all the way up upstate in SUNY Boston trying to figure that out, and the sense of ru- the sense of rush and not knowing what's next literally echoed all throughout mm-hmm. the nation and all throughout the world you know mm-hmm. i wonder if we should have at some point an episode on spirituality and uh, how the energies that people project out there can affect an space because that was around a time where everybody was projecting a similar type of energy and i wonder what that did for the spiritual realm or however you want to say that you know but i will be very interested in talking about that maybe in, in bringing somebody on in respect with that but yeah on the on the topic of mm-hmm. adaptation we definitely had to like find our way also to keep our mental stability through it all because mm-hmm. the house has been a big thing uh, throughout the pandemic and mental mental health bianca what were some ways that you adapted into helping your mental state for yourself well first of all being at home 24 7 for a whole month which i did when the the pandemic first started it's not healthy at all i feel in my opinion because i felt so depressed at the beginning even not having the rays of sun like not going out to the sun or whatever was so depressing for me and not seeing people was so depressing for me even people that i don't know was like a highlight of my mm-hmm. day sometimes but going from seeing people to not seeing people at all what am i gonna do so i don't know i started taking care of myself last year that's when i really learned the definition mm-hmm. of self-care which by the way you can go to our episode on self-care yes, on last season very yeah it's a very good episode you should check it out um i learned a lot about self-care 
last year in 2020 and I learned to take care about myself and not physically only but mentally and emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. also and I try to listen to myself to what my body's telling me am I anxious am I sad am I nervous you know whatever be am I happy I try to identify those points and try to work with the feeling throughout yeah. the day i will not try to change the feeling i will just try to work with the feeling Absolutely. throughout the day that's something i'm acknowledging now now that i'm talking about it because looking back at it i'm just like damn like there was sometimes that i really felt bad at lowest points or whatever but the way that i tried to bring myself up it was not necessarily like oh i jumped from like sad to being totally happy no 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 i I was in bed that day or the several days, whatever. Each day, I try to do something differently, incorporate something new, not even try to go outside, but maybe like watching something new, not having like the binge watching thing. Mm -hmm. I try to experiment with different things, like taking care of my hair, taking care of my skin, taking care Mm -hmm. of everything, you know, but also focusing on class. You know, Bianca, um... I do resonate with a lot of that in terms of not necessarily within your context, because your context is very specific of school, which is the context of a lot of people through the pandemic or still is, you know, uh, my brother, for example, he's at, at NYU and he has had to deal with his own struggles of school in the pandemic because for him, it's more, he tells me that is uh, the lack of meeting new students, meeting his peers. Mm -hmm. He has had to revert back into the people he already knew, the people who he feels really comfortable around, you know. I feel that the school provides for a lot of space of, again, similar to raves, provides a space for creating connections and networking, you know, because the people who you meet today, tomorrow, you know, you never know, tomorrow might give you a job position or you might fall in love with that person, you never know. But for those possibilities to develop, you got to throw yourself out there and uh, that's one of the my brother particularly throwing in love with that like man i'm already a junior in school and i'm really not meeting anybody right now and Mm -hmm. also in terms of what the school is doing i do hear not only from nyu but uh, like other schools who are still in that little limbo space where they're not really adapting to online class not giving it its proper quality to develop it they do provide the online school of course like most colleges do but the format is very much not procured for the situations that that is happening right now which is like that's the only way they're mm-hmm. still like thinking oh yeah but you know we're eventually going to go back into physical classes so we don't need to really spend much time into developing this other thing when in reality what you're doing is handicapping the experiences of the students themselves because what you weigh whether it's this limbo time time still passes time time is like a constant that you know as much as of a concept as i think it is it's a concept that for the most part can't be altered really that's why i again that what i've been saying about the pandemic year being a very memorable year overall because of the different aspects and shifts that everybody has had to make throughout okay, and on yeah. a similar note you know i too have had to resort to consciously or also consciously to uh, different methods of maintaining my mental health because of the 
inhibitions that the pandemic provided and the lack of social interactions provided. How you been doing? Well, I do want to say that, you know, there is a lot of chatter on, in the online about criticizing people who hang out. There is people who still feel that they shouldn't spread themselves out there and see other people at all. And that's really necessary mm -hmm. for some people. Some people do need that type of wish. I do feel that, for example, I do acknowledge that every time I do hang out with somebody, for example, like you, Bianca, whoever it is, I, I I acknowledge that yeah, there is there is a risk on that, but at the same time, the quality time is so worth it that it counterbalances itself. That's one one of the things that I yeah. have been helping me stay afloat, helping me stay afloat during the pandemic. So I have felt that bonding time has become so much more of a conscious thing, and much more meaningful every time it happens. Uh, every time I will hang out mm -hmm. with people pre-pandemic, you know, it will still be good times, but. It's like a similar thing of uh, people who, who who before pandemic preferred to stay in and not hang out. They prefer that option because they mm -hmm. had the option to, you know what I mean? But when you're put in a place where that's your only situation and you don't got more options and it feels like trapped, it feels like an entrapment. And that because of that, because of that feeling, I feel that whenever I do get to, to hang out with more people, with, with my friends and stuff like that, it does feel more of a conscious decision, more of a, you know, I'm seeking out for your presence to interact and stuff like that. And, and because of that, Definitely. Feeling, I feel that I have developed way stronger bonds with the people that I have seen myself mm -hmm. uh, and that's something you know that maybe if it, the pandemic wasn't around I wouldn't have been able to develop those kind of deep bonds in the way they have developed with certain people so at the end of the day you gotta take the bad with the good you know you gotta take you gotta take the bad with a little bit of silver lining to it mm -hmm. and because not all of the situations are completely one thing not everything is just so black and white I can definitely resonate with that the most because honestly I thought I had everything figured out for after college. I mean I obviously did not have everything figured out. I wanted to apply my degree, put it into practice, maybe by now be in graduate school. But things really were not looking like that was gonna happen and you know, I had to face it that way and at the same time acknowledge or come to the realization that some people also go through these things. They don't actually practice their degree right after college, like some of them or most of them, whatever. They're not practicing their degree or they're still figuring out or they're still trying to come up with a plan before going to graduate school. And I feel a little better on that part. I definitely would like to go back to school at some point now. I wanted to start this upcoming fall, like for this year, but this pandemic still going. I don't know how I can do that again online. It's not good for everybody. Some people are amused with the online system and they were like, man, I wanted to stay like that forever. But if it's, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. All right, so definitely. to close it off, Let's talk a bit, you know, we, we already discussed a little bit of introspective and retrospective into how the pandemic has been for us so far. But I do want to touch a little bit about projections, you know, so we can prove ourselves wrong later on. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Uh, we have it on the recording room now, so we can definitely go back to it if we were right and or if we were wrong too. But I do, you know, I feel like it would be fun for us to kind of see if we can predict somehow where we think this is going to be heading. Uh, Bianca, first of all, question for you. How much longer do you think this pandemic will last? <laughs> How much more this pandemic will last? Oh my God. I mean, I would like to be hopeful and say not much longer. Maybe by the end of this year, will we be mostly done with it? Although, I mean, I... I have heard on the news that the cases of COVID have been decreasing significantly, but that's not due to the vaccine yet. We definitely got to see. I see a lot of people getting the vaccine, which is shocking to me because I know there was a lot of skepticism around the vaccines, like should we take it, should we not take it, does it actually have a chip in it that can track everything that we're doing or not, does it have another disease inside instead of the COVID, we, you know, these are all the questions that are valid. But I feel like that's a high reach at this point. People love friction. People love to resist a little bit in terms of new ideas, new concepts that are brought up. But like, as we've discussed, there is very dedicated people working behind these developments. Uh, we talked about Kismarkia Corvette, cool. which uh, is one of the heads of the Moderna vaccine. And there is other passionate people behind these, these things that are doing the best they can with it. A lot of those people who say these things about, oh my gosh, like you don't know what's in the vaccine or whatever. Probably the first chance they get, they have gotten it and they will get it as well. The other day, we are all growing so, so tired of this pandemic situation. And yeah. the vaccine, at the end of the day, is one of the ways that we can help this pandemic period to be over. I do hope that yeah i'll ask you by the end of the year i feel that there is many factors contributing that and also not helping it at the same time for example we do have new strains popping up like crazy very resistant to the vaccine itself so there is like a lot of progress but there is also a lot of uh, step backs that we are facing all at the same time and i feel that for me it's not really clear uh whether it's gonna be the pandemic is gonna be over i do see that a lot of things are opening back up for example movie theaters in new york are uh, have recently opening back up again and that's definitely gonna bring a lot of opportunity for people to socialize again in a more safe manner if these establishments are doing a great job into taking COVID precautions mm -hmm. even if people don't want to sometimes but it's, it's it's a necessity at the end of the day just today I went to to get some food at this restaurant that it was a buffet style restaurant and the guy behind me didn't have a mask. Chef, why are we still in the situation where we have people going into buildings without a mask? Yes. It's like I said before, you start questioning if you should be outside and everything because I have had experiences of people being so close to me, mm -hmm. like uh, one, yeah. totally disregarding the six feet apart. These are things that they didn't have to worry about five years ago know, right? or ten yeah. years ago, whatever, or a year ago to be exact but like now from day to day that you have to worry about oh this person touched that knob in the door like now you gotta hand sanitize that knob mm -hmm, for you to touch mm -hmm. it because you feel iffy if you're gonna touch it you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean I, i'm really hopeful that things are gonna turn around there has been more than 500,000 people that have died of covid 
in the U.S. since this started. Yeah, continuously practice social distancing and continuously practice patience because at the end of the day... Social distancing. Uh, exactly, washing your hands, all the COVID precautions. At the end of the day, it's going to be so small compared to the rest of our lives. And mm-hmm. the longer we don't we don't think about what to what how to help the, the situation, the longer we stay ignorant, the longer the pandemic is going gonna, is gonna to keep going. What could have been if the coronavirus were being prevented or would have been informed to people way ahead before mm-hmm. March because this coronavirus was around November 2019 or discovered November 2019. We do think that there could have been so much more done in terms of preventing the state of things as they are or as they were, you know, as the, when the pandemic hit hardcore. I feel mm-hmm. that because of the ignorance and because of the lack of care for human life, that's one of the aspects that has shown capitalism as it is, as its true self, which is basically corporates don't really care about lives, they care about money. This has been so blatant in, especially uh, like now, mm-hmm. in this pandemic period. As much money as we could have lost by just like closing the borders early enough and like maintaining a regular social life within the states to avoid as much as we could for the pandemic to get into the country. But again, money speaks louder, sadly, in this mm-hmm. capitalist society that we are in. I feel like a lot of people realize that, a lot of people saw that and are seeing that, and that's why Trump lost a lot of support because thankfully so far our individual voices do matter to, to certain extent in terms of like a decision making in this country and that's un- that's actually like an untapped power in certain ways because we don't realize the power of the collective so much and how much we could literally change today mm-hmm. but at least there was enough of a collective sentiment into this election that helped the situation a lot a lot of people have grown again into a state of being indifferent after the votes were being casted and then trump got out of the of house and i do invite people to not do that to not wait for the next election to start getting informed again Every day, every news matters, and our information is what gives us power. And that's in every aspect, in every situation. The more informed you are, the better you can handle yourself. And I think I've said this before, I feel that being uninformed is a privilege at this point. We definitely should strive for not doing that anymore, for turning on the news, whatever your preference is, try to find news that are not super biased into one side or the other, but news outlets or websites that tell us as much as it is, you know what I mean? And yeah, let's just keep doing that. Let's keep having conversation. Let's keep encouraging our peers to stay informed as well, you know? One person can change a lot the behavior of a social circle. You can be the pioneer of that in your own circle. And to finalize this episode, you know, we just want to remind everybody that even though this has been a hard year, we have made it through this. Yes. No matter how, no matter what you have to go through, you are here today. I think this year was definitely a challenge for all of us. And I think what we need to keep in mind is to keep being positive. Uh, obviously keep the social distance keep like washing mm-hmm. your hands and you know taking all those precautions Absolutely. to stay healthy and safe and to maintain like those around you healthy and safe as well one question that i have for you thomas is that what do you think doing for this year my way of thinking into the 
pandemic situation, I do think that I do want to do more of, I want to definitely project for myself more experiences that don't require a state of non-pandemic to happen. So I want to, for example, write more. I want to focus on my, my writing. I, I am a writer. Mm -hmm. Part of my studies in a bar college for however long I was there uh, was writing. And I do want to develop that much more. I am reading a lot more, but I do want to transfer that into writing. I do want to share with everybody one technique that has been working for me in terms of having that more present in your life. And I feel that you can develop this with not only writing, but whatever it is, but grab up a couple of people of your friend group or whatever acquaintances and start create your own little check-in accountability sessions like once a week. Like I have that with a couple of friends and we meet every Sunday and it's super chill. Sometimes I go in there with no progress in my personal work at all, but like just sharing the thought process and everything has really helped me having my writing more present mm -hmm. in my life. And I do want to keep exploring that. I do want to keep exploring safer options to hang out with people and create different types of bonding time. So for spring, summer, I definitely want to do a lot of camping again. I think I that's one of the things that I have fallen in love with the most in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I took a break from that for the winter time because I'm not going. I'm not going into a mountain to freeze to death. What about you guys? Uh -huh. What are years of doing this year? Uh, well, uh, I gotta say all your points are really good. For this year, for me, I don't know. I want to do something. Mm -hmm. I want to do more fun things. I feel like last year was lacking a lot of fun things, especially for me because I wanted to finish my senior year of college with a bang, you know, like partying almost every weekend. <laughs> But um, that was something that I could not do that was taken away from me, technically. And I just want to have more fun this year. Like, I want to yes. have less anxiety and more mm -hmm. happy moments, less depression, more excitement. You know what I mean? And I'm trying, you know, trying to do new things. Like, hopefully this year... One of the main events that I'm looking forward to, which I'm not going to yes. mention because I am really looking forward for it to happen. Uh, I hope it happens. Um, it is really debatable mm -hmm. right now because of me COVID, too, me but too. I, do I hope it happens. Hope it happens Let's see. I do want to project this year for us a manifesting for us a great <laughs> podcast experience, a even greater. So I want us to grow so much more with this podcast experience. Yeah. We are already talking about... Uh, how the year is gonna be looking for us beyond season two as uh, if some of you don't remember season two will last up until the beginning of summer and then from there we definitely will keep the flame alive one way or the other for sure we have uh, a lot of similar goals in terms of developing our social presence and obviously i feel that we have found a great dynamic working together and that's thanks to her thanks to me and thanks to all the feedback that we have been getting so like you guys thank you so much for everything that you guys all the support that you guys do for us and that definitely helps us keep looking forward you know and uh, prevents us from burning out so i do appreciate everybody before we go any shout outs uh well i want to get us i give a shout out to 
all women around the world and also the women that are listening to this podcast that this episode today because yeah. our, yes march is women's history month and if you have any guest suggestions of us well or you listening to this podcast would like to be a guest with us uh definitely hit us up in our social media so the links are going to be and we would love to have you you know we always i i always love meeting people definitely meeting people or catching up with people i haven't talked in a while in the podcast setting i feel like it's fantastic absolutely and i feel like that's also help us open our minds even more like you know we would love to have some new perspectives some fresh thoughts of what you think about what's going on surrounding absolutely. us yes and we'll see you next week for sure Yes. Thank you. Thank you.